everybody, all you uninfected and infected, welcome to Final Checkpoint. <laughs> My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. And you can find us here every week on this lovely little podcast. We are located on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and thegamefanatics.com every Wednesday, sometimes Tuesday night-ish, depending on how freaky and frosty I'm feeling. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I feel like uh, we didn't put it up this week. Um, you know, I did. It was just really... I think I put it up... Yeah, I put it up Tuesday. Tuesday evening, I think. Right? Did I God, did it? I forget? Oh, my God. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, we like to get together and talk about some news, talk about some video games, talk about games that we're playing um, here on this lovely little island called Final Checkpoint. You can connect with us by emailing us at finalcheckpointpod at gmail.com or you can tweet at me at the Joelness and you can hashtag final checkpoint with anything that you want to send our way that we can talk about on the podcast. Um, like I hashtagged a lovely little picture from a game I was playing this week called No Man's Sky. Beautiful little uh, screenshot from the game. So check it out. Um, Ben, what is our topic of the show, or are our topics of the show this week? This week we're going to dive right into the next-gen wars pew, 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 with bow, Xbox bow. really divulging a lot of details this week, um, pretty much right after we recorded. And also, what does the coronavirus mean for the future of gaming? Yep. Dun, 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 dun. There is no future. That's what it means. It's potentially, yeah. <laughs> potentially no future. It's not great. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, but, crazy, craziness. All like there was so much like right after we recorded, and then like the week just went to hell. <laughs> like for gaming, <laughs> like it's crazy. Um, big bummer, but yeah, <laughs> it's kind of what happens, I guess. <laughs> it, it was one of those uh, weeks, really. So Ben, you had a you had a really awful story last week. You lost a, a dear friend named iPod. Uh huh. Yeah. I and lost uh, iPod. I noticed on our docket here, you had another little note. Is it possible that there is a sequel to this tragic uh, story? Well, it's not as sad. Um, and I didn't find my iPod for the record. Uh, I know everyone is worried, but I'll let you know. If it turns up, I'm, not, I'm actually at this point, since I've ostensibly looked everywhere, if I find it, I'm going to feel real dumb because it has to be like, oh, it was there the entire time. Um, Have you like, downloaded the, the next door app or like gone to Reddit for like your local area and put up like anything uh-huh. for it? I, you know, I was thinking of making one of those <laughs> sheets of paper where you you put your number of all the little pull tabs <laughs> And I'll do that. Like, I lost my iPod. If you find one, please call me. Yeah. Yeah. Logo? Yeah. Uh, didn't, didn't do that, though. <laughs> no, bummer. No, no okay. I did. My, my sad story for this week is I went to the store, and I thought, uh, you know, I just need to buy a couple things. And I go, oh, I don't need to buy milk. And then I get home. I needed to buy milk. And now I got to go back to the store. Idiot. <laughs> That's... <laughs> all right we're really not like <laughs> i mean we're really setting these stories up for like a lot of letdown <laughs> yeah it's it's not that sad of a story although yeah, the, the ipod's yeah. a real sad story i'm I'm not happy 
That but. yeah, that story is like that. That's kind of a letdown story of like, man, it sucks to lose something that you've used for so long, and then like other people, people that find that thing might not give two shits about it. It might just go and like pawn it off or like. Oh, I can't access this thing or something. Like, you never know. Like, they're probably going to see him like, oh, I can't even use this thing. I plug it in. Like, whatever. Like, they might not have access to it or whatever. I'm not sure exactly how they work anymore at this point. But they might end up just chucking this shit in the garbage. And then, like, there goes your thing. It probably did just get thrown away because its screen was really cracked to the point where you could see, like, under it at parts yeah i don't think you could pawn that for really any my head it had value only to me i'll put it that way which is even sadder i think that makes it it is an even sadder story yeah it's very sad (sighs) well you know we don't really talk a lot about like personal stuff here which is like i guess good but also kind of like i mean i guess not good i don't know it depends to our listeners i guess exactly Uh how they feel about it because you know, we like to kind of get to the games and, like, the news and stuff like that. But I did want to share a personal, like, achievement of mine. Um, so I'm not, like, an over, like, a super overweight person. But, like, you know, I, I work a very, like, sit-down office job. Mm-hmm. So I don't really get out and work out very much or anything like that. Um, so Jan- January 1st. I decided to start um, doing keto with my wife because she she did keto after her two back surgeries and uh, it worked out very well for her. And she took a little bit of a break for like the holidays and things like that because keto is something that you kind of do really short term. Um, and so I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll try. I've never done a diet before. Um, I'm at an age where I should probably start taking care of my body because I'm not a young <laughs> young sprite man anymore i decided Um, i should take care of myself i I decided that at this you know because i you know before this job i worked at a pallet yard repairing pallets and so i got a good workout and before that i worked as a salesman selling cell phones at t-mobile but i walked around all day so i got plenty of exercise that way and i played like basketball and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. i was out and about this job i sit or stand at a desk and just fucking talk on the phone all the time type on computer and I'm not really getting much exercise. So I'm like, well, I need to like keep my weight down during the winter, especially. And then once the weather's nice, I can go out, walk my dog, play with my kids, play some baseball, stuff like that. Shoot some hoops. So I've lost like 26 pounds, which is pretty good. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty close to my goal now. Um, I'm trying to get under a few pounds under my goal so that like it doesn't fluctuate back over. Um, and now we're kind of getting outside playing some basketball and playing catch with my son as he prepares for baseball. So, um, didn't want to share that. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, hopefully listeners, if you guys have any questions for me, I'm not a professional, I'm not a health expert, but, um, I, I think anybody could really do it. If, if it's something that you're looking to do, it's, it was really hard for me to like give up fries and burgers because they're like my favorite foods. Right. What, what exactly is the keto rules? It's so it's very low carb. Like I probably have 19 net oh. carbs a day. Um, I gave up all sugar. Mm. Um, and then you have you can have as much protein as you want. So that part's not really a big deal. I, um, but yeah, like throughout the day, like I keep track of what I eat. I have as much protein as I want. I can have a ton of water. I can have like I can zero. Have a ton of water. That's I can have a ton diet. of water. Yeah, but like <laughs> things like um like Lacroix, which I drink, um, Coke Zero, sugar free Red Bulls, 
Like, things like that I can have. Like, a lot of tr- things that I was already drinking, I already have. You should probably cut out the sugar-free Red Bulls just in general. Nah, they're good. Red Bulls aren't good for you. You know, they're not, but I also don't smoke or, like, drink alcohol, so I figured I could have a Red Bull. <laughs> All right, I, I'll give it to you a little bit. That's Thank you. Okay. <laughs> this one guy, so I was drinking a sugar-free Red Bull at work, and he's like, you shouldn't drink those. He's sitting there with a fucking giant vape in his hand. I'm like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> get out of here. Go away. Get sir. out of here. I can't take your, I can't take your advice seriously. <laughs> yeah. oh, I just don't. I, I really don't like vaping. I don't yeah. know, I'd almost yeah. rather you smoke. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, that's. You're <laughs> right? lying to yourself with this vape pen. Exactly. I don't know. But, I, I was laughing at you uh, when you said not. No, I wasn't laughing at you, but I was laughing to myself. You're like. When you said you lost 26 pounds, and I thought to myself, that's like three babies. <laughs> yeah, I lost three babies. And I'm, that's crazy. And I'm like, Why did I think that? What does that, that even mean? I mean, if that's how you measure weight, I, I that's great. <laughs> I, I didn't know. To... I didn't know you were once uh, <laughs> working as a as a nurse. In... <laughs> I was trying to equate it in my oh head. My I'm like, oh, that's a substantial amount. What is that compared to? I don't know. What? Oh, oh, babies. That's like a set weight, right? <laughs> I mean, what? yeah. I mean, I guess in I a know. way. I mean, my my kids were like around six, seven pounds when they were born. Yeah, so I, I, guess. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it it all stemmed from like I, I went to this work party like in December, and this one guy that I sat next to was just kind of chatting with me and i didn't know who he was but he was a very nice fellow i'm sure he had a few drinks but um he was just like man this is the best time of the year working at this company because as we go into the year end we get kind of crazy busy with like tax stuff and all that and he's like they feed you a ton which i already knew i'm like oh yeah they they bring in a ton of food from like different restaurants stuff like that he's like i used to weigh 100 pounds less Oh, last no. year and i was like holy shit <laughs> like and then i got these like jeans for christmas for my wife as like a gift and i noticed wow these are really really hard to get into oh no <laughs> and so right then and there i was like all right i need to i need to start something <laughs> this, that your brain just flashbacks to that guy like to that oh, guy yeah, i used to weigh 100 no no no, yeah. no 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 yep no, no, yep no. and right away i was like all right time time to Time to do this. Time to buckle buckle down, buckle up. Something like that. But yeah, time to buckle my pants <laughs> while they still fit. Because yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, thought I'd share that. I know uh we don't get super like personal here, but maybe maybe we can start. Maybe the, the audience will like mm-hmm. this part and uh they'll start maybe connecting with this a little bit more. I'll try and find a sad story every week. And yeah, I'll try to find. I'll try to lose something every week. How about I'll try that? To lose something. <laughs> That's perfect. Next I'm... time, I'll lose an eye. How about that? Oh no, don't do that. That's not good. Nah, you need that. Well, I mean, I mean, they're all right. I they're bad all vision, right. So like, yeah, yeah, I got these glasses. They don't need, like. I don't need the left eye. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Anyways. Ben, how about we talk about some damn video games? Those yeah, lovely little things. Yeah, let's do that before we get too far into this. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. So let's start with our first topic of the show, which is uh, Xbox just won't shut up, and Sony, we can't get them to talk at all. So. Yeah. And I, I don't really want to go over the minutia details, um, but we did get a, a, a couple cool things from Xbox, namely the smart delivery um, announcement 
which is essentially uh, you buy the game even if it's an xbox one game and if they have it on series x it just bloops over with their patch or whatever into the best version for whatever hard hardware you're running it on which is really cool and it's basically what they do now anyway um yeah but yeah. that leads into cyberpunk 2077 saying buy this game on xbox and you get it on series x when that patches out and that is where things i think start getting very interesting for next gen especially since right. that's a big game and they're they're singling it out and sony's absence from this discussion is is not helping them and it also i wonder if they're even like are they doing this do they see this announcement and go oh i guess we have to do that now or like did they already were they already planning this there's, there's so many questions about this next gen that i think are, are really fun and exciting uh, but they're they're very big questions yeah, I feel like Sony, once again, is just making very consumer... Or not Sony. Uh, Microsoft is making very yeah. consumer-friendly announcements, as always. And, you know, it it's one of those things where, like... It, it It's probably extra work that they're putting in there, or something they could even charge for. But they're doing it for free, and they're doing it for the consumers. They're doing it for the gamers. And it's, it's just incredible. They continue to, like, say the right things... And speak to people that like commit to their product and that are mm-hmm. in their their environment, and it's just like it just all sounds good. Like, are you kidding me? Like, smart delivery, and then you see the Cyberpunk seventy seven peeps being like, "Yeah, we got you too. We'll give it. We'll upgrade you guys for free." It's just like crazy. Yeah, and this isn't necessarily unheard of. If you look at like a PC game, like this is basically what PCs have been doing forever. Uh, that's just it's just nice to finally see that on consoles since yeah. we've never really gotten that before this is the first generation really where there's not some kind of uh, like going from the cell processor to a ps4 we couldn't get those games over because the architecture used to make them was just it's not the same right and, and now that they are just souped up pcs or i guess not really souped up but they are pcs it's much easier just to have that crossover, right? Maybe you're downloading textures, but there's no reason. Uh, like, I'll, I'll go back to this. I played SSX, uh, which is a... Was that a Xbox game? Or a 360? That was an Xbox game. That was an original Xbox game that yeah. I played on my, my uh, uh, Xbox One X. There's a lot of Xs. Uh, there's a whole lot there. Whole there's a whole lot. There. And I think it, it up it to 4k or or something something much higher than the 480p it was and that was it wasn't like they had to go in and get developers involved and it was some big process it was just like oh nah we 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 could just change the output resolution and now it's it's so much better we just did some testing and approved it and there it is i I think that's what we're going to start seeing with this next gen is that it's not uh, hypothetically, like, oh, I put Bloodborne in, and now it's in 4K at 60 frames. That's what it's going to be, because that's stuff you can already do without having to really modify uh, the code base or anything. I mean, and people will be like, what? You can't? You can play, like, go download an N64 emulator. I'm, well, I'm not telling you to do that, but you could, hypothetically. Uh, 
go download that and you can play any N64 game in 4K. It doesn't matter. You can just press a button and do it. Like, that's not a thing. And that improves the visual quality of a game to a point, right? And that's something that these consoles can just kind of natively do at a certain point that I think is very exciting. I've always thought resolution is very important. Uh, I tried to go back and play Red Dead 1, and it was impossible. Uh, yeah. It just, it just looks like trash. <laughs> but this is the most, like, I, I don't know. There's something really awesome about backwards compatibility, specifically in this gen, where the PS4 has been so successful. And even the Xbox, as 50 million is nothing to sneeze at. There's There's so many games and experiences there that we can just bring over and not have to lose so much, not have to be like, oh, let me drudge out the PS3 to play Demon Souls. Like, I won't have to do that, I guess, if it was a PS4 game on the PS5, right? And that's what's most exciting to me. It's just, yeah. it's just weird that we don't hear... We kept having those Wired articles, right, every three months, and where's the next one? Where's the next something for ps5 it really feels like they are the longer they go without saying something it's just it's not helping them but we're like the hardcore anyway i don't know if that's the mass audience feels that way necessarily yeah i mean as as someone who loves you know playstation i mean xbox is definitely winning me over a lot with the way they're talking and even with the xbox one now that i have Mm -hmm. and um but I still mostly play on my PS4 and, you know, I have, it, it feels like home, you know, and, and I feel like a stranger when I'm on Xbox, but it, it does offer such a great deal and everything that they say always sounds great and it offers, to me, it always, it's, it's such a great deal to like families and people who don't have a whole lot of income or a whole lot to spend on games. I think it's the best value in gaming, you know, all around. And especially for people who love, you know, like the legacy of games on Xbox, like they're taking care of you. They're taking care of their longstanding, like just library. Sony just, it doesn't feel like that. And although they like, uh, they have like, they have this history. They've got all these, you know, historical just like titles like ps1 classic all that like all this stuff that they've brought up but there's no way to look at that history in an easy way and play it on the one console we talk about like how you can't even really play the metal gear games (laughs) on you can't even play metal gear 4 metal gear solid 4 on (laughs) your ps4 i don't think you can play any of them like it's insane i think some of them are on ps now but that's that's fucking stupid and they've done such a poor job with playstation now because isn't the xbox whatever like it's the same idea it's the same thing and they've had it for years and no one's given a shit and now that people are starting to care with stadia and xcloud and all this playstation still is like i don't know i guess we'll make it cheaper I, i i don't know try and prove it to me that I should care or shut up about it and get rid of it. Why do you even have this if you never say anything or, or tell anything good about it ever? Like the one, the one 
like improvement they made was that you can download ps4 games from ps now it's like okay cool yeah, yeah that's great it's i get it that's that part's cool but how about the ps3 games because <laughs> that's what really matters that's what people want to do they want to download the ps3 games so that they don't have to stream those yeah so I that they can think, play those i don't think and, the ps4 like the base ps4 has the power to do it yeah yeah well that that's the thing is like had the PS3 not been on that cell processor, I think there would be a lot more. There would be they they would have been farther ahead. I think 100%. I think the cell processor set them back so much, and I think that's probably been their biggest obstacle in moving forward with backwards compatibility. Because then we probably wouldn't see this big of an issue. I mean, like they started out already on the wrong foot with PS3 with how bad the online functionality was how limiting their like hardware was at the time and even like the cell process just in general being difficult for developers to make games with yeah and seeing all the bad versions of third-party games on there like skyrim always i always remember skyrim just being like such an like pain in the ass to play on there mm-hmm. i never played anything except for exclusives on the ps3 yeah and it's that's kind of like I mean, and that's what I hear a lot of the time, too. Like, other people use it as their exclusive machine, just kind of like the N- Nintendo Switch. You know, the Nintendo Switch is the, it's an exclusive machine. Or the toilet console. No, don't <laughs> you put play that while in you're the bathroom. The there's viruses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Nasty. It's not safe. I mean, like, maybe they're just not ready to talk about it. I guess that could be the biggest thing. Maybe they're waiting... They, maybe they can't reveal a price because now with this whole coronavirus thing and things happening over there, they sure. just can't. Pricing is thrown off. I don't think they off. need That's... to reveal the price. I don't think they need to do that either. It's going to be $500. Yeah. Like, you don't need to reveal shit to me. Both right, of them are yeah. going to be $500. Um, uh, it's just weird. And I, I, I really hate hearing people be like, well, they're probably going to do it now in, in May. Like, that was my prediction. I'm, they're going to reveal it in May. And I'm like... May is when Iron Man VR and Last of Us 2 come out. You expect them to be all, let's let's do a blowout for the PS5, a thing that has nothing to do with our major titles we're releasing this month. They're not going to do it in May. Yeah, they, that would be a bad idea. Like, it just you don't, really don't want to overshadow. Yeah, you don't want to overshadow your two of your big releases. Yeah, I mean, they did that with Concrete Genie, though. I forget what they announced that same day. It was something about the PS5. The same day Concrete Genie came out. Yeah, I don't Which remember either. Very, I don't remember what I don't even remember what the PS5 announcement was that day. I just remember Concrete Genie got screwed over. No, that game's not that great, anyways. So but was it just the logo? No, no, that was C, uh, CES. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, this was. Was it the Spider-Man Lodi time thing? I don't know. Maybe, it doesn't matter. It it does it doesn't matter. I I would imagine. If not March, April, but no May. And yeah, I, no May. It's got to be happening soon, but I do think, like you mentioned, this dastardly virus has a lot to do with it. And I think that segues into our next segment. Uh, what conference should we cancel? And how do we get about to do that? All of them. Cancel all everything. of them? Let's cancel all of them? Wow. Cancel cancel everything let's just pause video games for another year oh yeah i'm i'm fine with that i'll play through all this old shit i wanted to replay 
Yeah, I've I've got too much to do still, and I just don't oh, feel like know. playing how about anything. We wait. Else? We pause it after Last of Us Two. Okay, I can then do we that. Pause. Yeah. Yeah, and it's fair. I think it's fair for everyone. Yeah. I mean, they might as well cancel E3. Nobody wants to go to that thing anyways. So that's the thing. Now, this last <laughs> week you mentioned the news kind of kept happening. Every single day it was, oh, EA's not going to GDC. And then Sony's not doing it. And then you know, Kojima's not going to be there. And then this got to the point where at the very tail end on Friday, probably the last second that they could... Uh, and an impossible attempt to bury the news when it's like a 5 p.m. on a fucking Saturday or a Friday. Yeah. They're postponing, I believe is the the last word I've heard, postponing GDC to something somewhere, which kind of screws a lot of people over. That show was in three weeks, I believe. Uh, yeah, about three weeks. And, uh, oh, I hear your fucking keyboard. God damn it only on my side though <laughs> no how would that does that what like it, the audio would only be on my side which i would edit out <laughs> but i hear it in my brain oh good, good. it's it's like a virus uh but that does and i, I mentioned this before the show what does this mean for e3 because if this gets worse or even if it stays the same we could start seeing more companies pull out of e3 and that it's already a show that is just a shell of its former uh, self. Could E3 get canceled? Could this be how E3 dies? You know, air quotes. Because of this. Because of something completely out of their control that just pushed them over the edge. And now they have to do an entirely different thing. Yeah. I mean, really, that... I mean, could they just take the year off and, like because of this and then like wait for next year to to do it because really like that would also give them the chance to re kind of like rethink how they want to do e3 sure because already there's already been so much talk about like e3's kind of fucked up and you know jeff Keeley dropped out and said like i just don't like what they're doing with i mean not said but like kind of kind of insinuated that yeah like he he was not quite like just he wasn't into what they were doing. No. And from what he was insinuating. And, like, it seems like people just aren't super excited to go. And, you know, with Sony not being there anyway is, like, and and now this. Like, I, I feel like this is the perfect year to use this as an excuse to be like, yeah, E3's canceled. Let's just, <laughs> no. you know, fucking take it off. And we don't want no virus and shit. And we're going to rethink. I feel and like. We'll, we'll be back next year. I, I think the only company that hurts would be Microsoft. That's true. Because we know they're going big, this E3 press conference. I guess they could still still do it. They could still have a press conference that week. I, and you look at it this way, too. There's E3, and then there's EA and Microsoft in that same area. What if one cancels, but one doesn't cancel? You, you could have a scenario where E3 is canceled, but EA and Microsoft are still there in that same space, like physical space. And people that were going to go are like, I guess we'll just do that now. I don't know. That's a possibility yeah. too. But it's certainly a very strange year. In a, in a year of next-gen console watch that was already so different and exciting in ways we've never seen before, we have this extra wrinkle 
that uh, is really fun, but also not fun if you're dying. That's not fun. It's true. Yeah. Stay, stay safe. Stay safe. Hmm. Stay, stay safe, everybody. Stay puffed, marshmallow. What? Stay Jason something. Statham. Jason Statham. <laughs> I always forget which one he is. Like who he's. He is. Um, he is, um, let's see, what was that, what was that movie they were just in, um, Hobbs and Shaw, he's, he's, he's Shaw. That's why I know him now, but before, I would hear that name and be like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know who he was also, he was also Mr. Crank from Crank, and he was also the Transporter. Great. Um, and then, what else was he, he was in this weird movie where, like, he played the same character from Transporter and Crank, but he was in like, like the medieval times. <laughs> like that took was, a turn. What, what the fuck was that movie? Oh my god, I gotta find it. Wait, wait. That's so. Oh my god, this keyboard. It just. That's that's wild. I don't know. There's something about him that's unusual. How do we start? To, oh yeah, I don't know how to say anything. That's right. I forgot what it was. It was like, um, fuck, moving movie. Let's see. Medieval God. Statham. Let's see. God, it was <laughs> so stupid. It sounds interesting. I'm you know gonna, what? I'm not gonna watch it, but the dude, the dude just whoops ass. But like, this movie was just like, why? Why are you doing? You play the same character in every movie, but why do it in like the medieval times shit? That sounds fun. <laughs> Does he like kill people with swords and stuff? Yeah, he's he's rocking a sword in that it. Cool. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. It's all right. Was he it's also right. was he the hitman in the Hitman movie? I don't think he was. No, no, no. It was just like was. another white bald man. Uh, yeah. Um, what's his name? Timothy Oliphant or something like that was. Uh, <laughs> sounds weird. I don't know how to properly Oliphant, say his name. Oliphant, like he's a Oliphant. Pokemon. That guy. That guy's a good actor though. But he, uh, yeah, he definitely was in that. Um, shit, I need a. This movie's gonna like destroy me if I don't figure out what what it was. I'm in the name of up. the In the Name of the King, a Dungeon Siege Tale, two thousand seven. Oh shit! I've seen that. I think. Yeah. Wait. It's a weird, weird movie. No, maybe not. There's some. There's some. In the name of the king. In the name of the king. I'm gonna look this up. There's some shitty movie. From around that time. No, I, I, this is not the movie I'm thinking of. But, like, years earlier, where it's, like, a comedy in medieval times, and there's, like, he, misadventures. He was also in the remake of Homefront. Perfect. Wait, no. No, that's not a remake. That's just a movie. Was that Uwe Boll? I was thinking Red Dawn. But, yeah, he was I in was that. I was thinking Red Dawn. <laughs> I was thinking, because I was listening to, uh, what's it called? Sacred symbols. They were talking about Red Dawn and Homefront in the same like situation. I guess or they're similar. Same. That's true. So yeah, it's kind of. Anyways, he's making uh, the sequel to Spy, called Spy Two. He's working on that and uh, and all these other movies I've never heard of. Anyways, Jason, stay safe out there. Stay everybody. safe. Stay safe. Um, his name ain't gonna be. To he ain't gonna be in no rush hour five or four was he supposed to be no but he wasn't fast and furious 
uh, one of one of one of the seven. Uh, no, I eight. think he's been in several. I, he was in like seven and eight. Yeah, he was in a few. He was in a few. And then Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, because he was like a bad guy, which wasn't bad. Hobbs and Shaw wasn't bad. It Hobbs was entertaining. Was good. It was pretty good. Yeah. Jesus. Those what movies are, we are good. I'm gonna rewatch all yeah. those movies. Yeah. Watch Knives Out if you haven't seen Knives Out. It's pretty good too. I mean, it's no Fast and Furious, but yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, yeah, Knives Out was alright. Should we um, move on to games that we're playing? Yeah, sure. All right. Is that the theme? Cool. I still, I, I still don't remember what it sounds like, honestly. <laughs> Well, I, I've never heard of either. Ben, you have more games listed than I do, so why don't you start us off? Okay. Um, I'm still slowly... Slowly, maybe not the right word. I'm playing through Dreams, doing user some user stuff, but mainly this week I did more of the kind of tutorials. And I still think the tutorials are very slow. They just narrate way too damn slow. Um, and, and I would prefer if there was some option to just look at the text. Like, oh, this is a three-minute video, but if you want to just read the transcript of it, press this button. I would love to do that because I could read this in, like, 45 seconds versus you telling this to me in four minutes, right? And I can yeah, get the yeah. same information. So So there's that, but... The tutorials are well done. There, There's a little bit of, like, I don't need your silly dad joke British humor in the middle of this tutorial where we're, like, spinning, learning how to, like, spin things and whatever. I don't need that. I'm trying to learn. Okay, cool teacher or whatever. <laughs> but I, I, I still, it's just really cool. I love the tools. I don't know why it exists still, like, at all why this game i don't know i'm still very torn on it but i do love the experience and and i want to create a little uh i want to create a couple things because i want to make it like a little puzzle game and then i want to make a 3d platformer uh and it seems really cool all the tutorial stuff you keep going and you can you can see how they made certain things and it's really well done and it's such uh, an in-depth engine I, I just don't know why. And I don't know why it's not on PC. That, the more I, I play it, the more I just want it to be on PC or, or, or something like that. It, it's really, it really doesn't inhabit the spirit of PlayStation as it yeah. is. PlayStation currently is. Hmm. But anyway, that I'll, I didn't play much of it because I was mainly playing the game I got from Gamefly, which is Judgment. And that's the the Yakuza studio. They made a game, and I believe it's kind of tied into the Yakuza games, but not. I, I couldn't tell you, really. Uh, obviously, the Yakuza are are plentiful in this game. You're beating up a lot of Japanese men. Yeah. Who are who are in the Yakuza? And should I start with the positives or the negatives? Because I kind of feel like. I'm gonna, um... start, I'm gonna start with the negatives. Okay. Okay. Because right. there's a lot of positives. <clears throat> uh, the negatives. So this is a, it's, it's open world, but it's more like open city where you're maybe 10, 15 square blocks. 
and well okay positives it's very beautiful i think it's really cool like the recreation of uh Kemirocho or which is not real i believe but is just you know tokyo yeah that's awesome the stuff that it's filled with i do not care about really at all uh, i love its style and kind of its sense of humor it's so unique in its off the wall zany japaneseiness but i don't care to befriend the homeless man who like does weird garbage or or the man who who is an idol but he wears a wig and the wig flies away in the wind and then you have to chase after the wig which is a real thing and not something i made up <laughs> uh like it, that's funny right but i don't really need to do that i don't need to chase after your wig dude I yeah, I don't yeah. need to do it three times. So oh the God. world three times. Get out of here. I, I did it once, but I know it happens more than that. Uh, the world, like the only mini games I like, it's filled with mini games and uh, optional objectives and things for you to do. And I like there's like a VR that game that plays out kind of like Mario Party that I thought was really cool. And then there's just like claw machines and old um sega classic arcade games you can go play and there's a there's a poyo poyo that i played for like half an hour in there nice it's really are like, they, that's that stuff's cool are they the actual like games or yeah yeah oh it's a sega published game so they just put in i, I forget that's true i forget what game it was um i actually didn't play it was like afterburner I think, uh, yeah, it was Afterburn and like another one. Uh, it doesn't really matter, but the, the the world is just filled with all this garbage that I don't care about, um, and that's why I stopped playing the game. That and the combat I don't really like, and I already knew I didn't like it because I played a demo for Yakuza Six or something years ago. Yeah, and it's it's like that Streets of Rage. But if it was 3D and I just don't find I don't I don't like Streets of Rage. Like first of all, I think Streets of Rage and Streets of Rage and those <laughs> those uh Streets of Rage <laughs> those uh 2D brawlers are terrible. I think those games are objectively horrifically bad. I hate so that. I played I think uh I'm trying to remember which one came through PS Plus. I think it was Yakuza Zero, maybe. I think so. I think I I played like maybe an hour of it and okay. the combat was okay, but like I think I just wasn't in the right mood for it, mm-hmm. but I've heard really good things about those games for like the longest time. But for some yeah. reason, I could just never get into that series. I I don't like I just the combat, especially coming off of Bloodborne, and then you go play this like man, I don't want this. This is not yeah. this is not right. Um, it ranges from being it's okay. First of all, very stylish, and that's like the presentation is awesome, but playing it is either way too easy or just super annoying and i and i don't really care like to get really involved with this combat because it's not that game right a game like sekiro you might get stuck on a boss and that's it like that is the game is figuring out how to overcome that obstacle the combat in this game is not that like that's not the game there's so many other facets to it and I don't really need to focus. I don't know. I don't like the combat is what I'm getting to. I don't like it okay. at all. Very excited yeah. for Yakuza 7, which has a turn-based JRPG combat system. 
that sounds awesome because you couple that with all this other zany wacky nonsense i think it fits perfectly and that sounds like a game right up my alley because the story in judgment is incredibly good so damn good i loved it i am watching a let's play to finish the game there you go all right that's how good it is it's like i've watched probably three hours of since where i like damn i finished chapter four or something um and there's 12 chapters i think something like that right so i've I've been watching someone play the game and every time they get to combat i just skip the combat i skip the side quests and i go right to the main story and it's perfect that is exactly what i want from this game is because the story is so interesting and it the way it's told is kind of like episodes of a tv show where it'll end on a cliffhanger or a reveal or something and it's so cool we don't first of all we don't get many story or games in modern day tokyo or even japan at all and then to get a murder mystery and there's all these yakuza groups there's so many different parties at play here and you're trying to solve this one thing, but it's also like related to this other thing. And, and it goes back to this thing, uh, this other thing. Cause three years ago, the main character um, defended this guy for a murder trial and he got him off, which is very rare in Japan. Apparently. Yeah. I forget why it's some legal system difference, I guess. But, it's like, oh, you can't prove he did it, and now he now he gets off. And then after that, he goes and kills his girlfriend and, like, burns their house down. And so he has guilt from that, and he quits being a lawyer, and now he's a private detective. And that case starts coming back up now, three years later. And all these other people, like, oh, that's the guy who defended... Who, or that was the prosecution and now he's doing this other case that affects you in this way and it's really cool crime shit mixed with yakuza and kind of shady business dealing it, it's really cool and super compelling i've had a i've had a great time just like i'm gonna make a bowl of popcorn and watch youtube as this person <laughs> plays to this game and, and that's really cool i've really enjoyed it so if you like the Yakuza combat and that world already. I don't know how you couldn't love this game because yeah. the, the story I, is so good. I heard so a lot of good things about it from, um, giant, the giant beast cast. Yeah. One of the guys on there, Alex Navarro really loved that game last year. I think it was his game of the year pick, um, from there because he's huge Yakuza fan and he loved judgment. He liked, he liked the whole, like, investigation process i guess mm-hmm. or like the the yeah. court deliberation process but um yeah i mean i would love to get into yakuza game so i've been i've been contemplating downloading zero but i don't know man it's it's hard to like i'll i'll, I'll explain when when i get to my stuff but like it this game always kind of sat in the back of my mind is like this seems like such an interesting series and then seeing like Yakuza Seven and the whole turn-based combat change, and like seeing the guy summon a ton of crabs out of the sky out of nowhere, was really cool. And I was like, maybe I'll wait for that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, its style is so, it's so cool. I think it's just such a shame I don't connect with that combat at all. Like, cause I would have sat there and played this whole game. I just don't want to do it with like, oh, I'm being attacked by four random Yakuza guys in broad daylight in the street for no reason. 
Yeah, a lot. it's very, it's like, very like over the top. Yeah, we're picking up benches and throwing them at each other. Like it's that's fun, but it's just too much. I'm I want this story. Like the story's so cool and interesting. I want that. I don't I don't need this other stuff. If it was JRPG grinding, maybe I could get around that. And actually, there is a demo on the Japanese PSN, and I need to remember to because I think I still have my Japanese PlayStation account. I want to try and download that. I'm gonna write that oh. down. Yeah, there you go. Boom. Note taken. Note taken. You wrote it right on your wall with a Sharpie. I did. Oh, it's out. Wait, what? I mean, in Japan. Oh, okay. Yakuza 7? It is. Yeah, Yakuza yeah, 7. I, I, yeah, I think I heard it, it's out. Yeah. Oh, I thought it hadn't come out in Japan yet. Who knows? Oh, well, we're so anyway. Sh- we're so uh, sheltered from that world. I wish, I wish <laughs> we knew Japan. everything. It's so far. <laughs> so what have you been playing? So I went back to <laughs> Pokemon Shield, which I kind of abandoned after a while ago, I think. So they recently added a few um, new Dynamax Pokemon in there. So I decided, you know, it's been a while. Might as well go check back in because uh, they recently added the Kanto starters to the Dynamax raids. And there was actually... Uh, a Dynamax Pokemon that I really wanted to get, which is a uh, Tox. What is, I can't. I have a hard time saying his name. Toxtricity, but he's the guy that looks like basically a lizard with like cool mohawk, like electric spikes coming out of his back. And his Dynamax form is probably my favorite out of all of the Pokemon on there. So I was like, the hunt is on. I got to get this guy, and I got super lucky getting. Probably a, one of the best overall, like, stat-wise Pokemon I've gotten in the game. I had three different Dynamax raids. And the first two I that I finally got him down, he got out of the Pokeball. The third one, I got him. It was a five-star raid. Caught him in the ball. Checked his stats. Even though I'm not, like, really into the stats as far as, like, checking the IVs or whatever. Um, I did check them, and I got, I think... Out of the, I think it's like five, five out of the six were all best. And the, one of the IVs was like, I think it said like very good, which according to my friend who's super into this shit, he's like, that's a really good, like, toxicity. <laughs> so like, cool. I don't cool. know what this thing looks like. It's, it's like the purple lizard guy. Really? He's one of the ones that you get early on in the game. I don't know if they give him to you in sword. But you get him in shield. Oh, the purple um, thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and when the he evolved... baby that I threw away. Yeah, okay. Oh no! You put him in the poker shredder. <laughs> no, well, no. I carried him around for a little bit, but he was such garbage. I needed someone who wasn't garbage in my team, so I. Just, oh yeah. yeah. So no, no, yeah, I, okay. I I didn't use him very much throughout the game, but he's he's one of the better like Pokemon that I have just overall stat wise in the game. So I did keep him in my party and then like um i guess i don't really need him so i just i could put him back but um i did manage to get a bulbasaur and already evolve him into a venusaur um i went around catching other pokemon that i still don't have and i got some through um some of the dynamax raids and just random like i came across a couple other ones just in the world because they've updated some of the areas to show pokemon that you don't have and then I ranked up in the battle tower, so I'm like rank five now. 
But I just kind of checked back into the game and, like, was trying to just kind of get more stuff that I didn't have, more Pokemon. So I'm, like, 304 Pokemon in. And wow. there's still a few that I don't have that I just, like... There's, like, the big evolved form of the stupid rabbit-looking thing that I don't like. And there's a few other Pokemon that are just a little bit harder to find that I just haven't gone through the trouble of going to get. Because it's really, like, only going to put me at like maybe 310 altogether and it's like you have to get to 400 to get the shiny charm and i'm not going to do any shiny hunting or anything like that so it's like whatever <laughs> exhausting yeah but you can get the other starters i'm still on the search for a squirtle i already have a charmander because you get charizard from you get a like a charizard at the end of the game from what's his name um leon i think so if you visit Leon after you beat him in the Pokemon League, you go to his house and you visit him, he actually gives you a Charmander. Um, oh, oops. Bummer. Um, but yeah, like, and then you can evolve him into Charizard and then you get the Dynamax form of him, which is pretty cool. But yeah, um, so that was pretty cool. I played more Stardew Valley. I got a dinosaur egg, which eventually I guess I'll have a dinosaur in my chicken coop once it hatches. Like a real dinosaur? Yeah, like just a freaking dinosaur. Because when you're in the Skull Caverns, at a certain level, you start seeing di you come across dinosaurs and they start shooting fire at you. And I killed like a whole floor of dinosaurs. And at a certain point, I found some eggs and picked it up, turned one into the museum, and then the other one I kept, put it in the inc egg incubator, and then eventually I'll have a, a dinosaur in my chicken coop. And then I think I can make dinosaur mayonnaise because they it'll like drop eggs. What? this game is fucking rad dude i'm telling you <laughs> i love this game there's there's so with updates they've added so many other things that i've just never heard of i've like advanced to this quest where you have to visit the witch the only way to visit the witch is to get this like dark emblem which i already got because i went through the caverns and like there's some crazy shit going on i created a workbench which i guess the workbench is I had never heard of the workbench, but you put it next to a chest, and now anything in the chest you can craft on the workbench as long as it's next to it, so you don't have to carry all this shit around. Um, and then my farm is just a little more organized. Like, it, it's it's cool. I'm just, like, getting to a point with that game now where it's, like, upgraded, and I can start brewing more and more stuff in the kegs, and I'm making more and more money, which is giving me more freedom to craft more advanced stuff, which mm -hmm. I like. Do, well, do I? Sorry, do I farm? Do you, uh, do you get like helpers? Or... So, I don't have helpers now. I can eventually get the. There's these things called Junimos, which are in the community center. So, in the community center, every time you achieve one of the bundles, there's these little Junimo creatures that come out and grab. Like, I don't know what they do. They like, they basically help the community center rebuild after you've achieved the bundles to rebuild that place. Cause you basically provide, here's the stuff I'm delivering. And then they rebuild the community center. So eventually I think you can bring them to your farm and they help like scavenge your stuff or like they help um, pick your crops and stuff for you. Okay. Yeah. That, that's, I think that'd be a fun wrinkle into these farm games. If you kind of had a, more of a sim i'm controlling seven different people what are they min maxing for the day yeah 
you can eventually um have like a slime ranch or hatchery or something like like there's some other stuff i haven't even gotten into with this game that i'm like yeah there's a lot going on um i'm at a point now like i got this thing called a um mermaid pendant so i can ask the one of the girls in the town to marry me she'll move in essentially and then i don't know what happens i don't know if she works for you Hmm. i don't know what happens with that that's what i'm gonna find out for the seashell well she's the only one i've romance in town so i'm gonna find out either way (laughs) but that that game's just like there's just little like cool things that i've i'm discovering along the way that's that's been pretty neat so i continue to play that but um that's cool yeah um should i talk about no man's sky sure cool so last week i talked about we talked about no man's sky and the living ship update and me talking about the difficulty about playing that game and so i kind of was interested in all the crafting stuff so i decided to like start a new creative mode game so i started like a new creative file and just kind of messed around with stuff and realized that like you can detach your camera from your character and just craft and man they've added so much stuff into this game for crafting i mean you can straight up craft like a huge space station and all the like all the cool like exocraft things that you can have on a planet to drive around it instead of having to like run around on your own mm-hmm. is pretty cool they've added like this whole aquatic like world so you can actually so there's i guess there's like space building or space stations or buildings or whatever in the water so if you get to a planet that does have like huge bodies of water you can actually craft um you you can equip your space your suit or your exosuit or whatever to go underwater and you you don't like drown or whatever then you can also craft uh an aquatic exocraft which will let you basically drive underwater and then at a certain point like you can also craft basically an underwater like building which is crazy so i was kind of just messing around with all the crafting stuff and kind of figuring out how it works you have to build like a power station to like or like a power what is it called like a power plant or whatever to power all your stuff like you would in a normal like city builder kind of thing yeah and so once i kind of messed around with all that stuff i'm like okay i'm I'm interested in this now i kind of got the hang of crafting i guess i see how it works i see how the trees work i see that if you go to this machine you have to basically learn the blueprints either by crafting the blueprints or or like learning them or buying them or whatever so that part i get and i was like am i about to go back and play this game now and start just playing it whatever see what happens so i load up my save and i'm not super far into the game because my original save from like 2016 or 17 whenever the game finally came out was just gone and so i've been playing very slowly and i picked this up right away and i was like okay i'm still not super far but let's see what i gotta do and the struggles that i had with this game previously are kind of like gone i i kind of got the hang of how this game plays now and i'm really getting into the crafting because it's actually really easy once you kind of understand it you like the blueprint stuff is easy you you can go to like pick up basically like 
damage machinery, and that's going to give you certain items that you can't just scavenge for. You can go to buried technology, which will give you stuff that's valuable to sell so you can get money, or it'll actually give you stuff that you need to craft. So I'm kind of learning the system and I was able to build a teleporter for my base. So I built a little base and I was able to teleport to another base from a different system or to the two space stations that I've traveled to. So now I can actually travel between different systems or different bases that I've claimed. So they've made it super easy to revisit planets that you've been to previously as well as state uh, space station. So if you're, if you're noticing like, Oh shit, I can sell this material or this, uh, like, yeah, this, these materials or whatever in a different system for a lot more money. You can go to this planet, collect all that shit, travel back through the teleporter and sell it for a ton of money. Take your thing back, go and buy whatever you need to buy. So they've just made this game like a lot easier to play in a way. Yeah, I mean, and it took a while. <laughs> yeah, it. I mean, it, it. It's definitely something that, like, this game was just not this, I guess, complex before. And as we know, it was very like I liked it when it first came out, and so did you. Um, they just added so much stuff that's like crazy. And I'm gonna start playing the story because when you play through the story, you actually get a freighter for free. And that's kind of what I want to build up to because the freighter just holds a lot more of your storage. And that's what I need is somewhere to store shit because (laughs) you run out of inventory really quickly and getting, like, suit upgrades isn't that hard, but they're very far and few between between planets and stuff. But I've learned to just kind of, like, build my bases around those pods that you find on planets where you can actually upgrade your suit. Because you have to craft certain materials in order to upgrade your suit now. And so I've just been building... I built a base next to one, and then my other base is right next to another. <laughs> so I've just, like, been traveling back and forth between those to build other shit. And so I've been building out, like... I built out my base on one planet. The other base really isn't built out into anything. I just claimed that area. But it's it's been fun. I'm really liking it. And I really need to go get the PlayStation Move controllers so that I can play in VR more because that's something that I did enjoy when I did try it. I just don't want to play with the DualShock 4. I want to play with the actual move controllers. Oh. So I've been thinking about doing that. and so. Um, but yeah, I'm going to play more. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's been hard for me to really play anything. So I've been... like it. I've been trying to go back to play Control, but I'm just not in the mood for it. Mm-hmm. So I've really only been playing games where I'm like sitting down and just relaxing like games that are not super stressful and that I'm not having to think a ton about like these like crafting games. Like this, they're all the same really. When you think about like no man's sky, Stardew Valley of the upcoming animal crossing, these are all games that are just more like I'm crafting and farming and just kind of doing shit. (laughs) Like I'm not really, battling or anything like that you know like they're very easygoing games and that's just kind of like what i'm in the mood for right now but yeah i think i feel I that that's why I'm, i you know went back through bloodborne and it, it's just it's the time of year I yeah guess. 
Although, yeah, it's uh, it, it's been it's been fun though. Those those games are really good. Yeah, we are getting the, the releases are going to start happening here. I know we have Ori in like a week and a half or so. Yeah. So that that's like the first major release for me. Of really, really happy or hoping it's good. What something like that? There's a sentence in there somewhere. Okay. I mean, we'll find it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I gave up. I'm not looking for it we'll, anymore. We'll, we'll edit it together. <laughs> Somehow it'll be worse. How'd you make that work? <laughs> uh, I've been playing one other thing, which is the Neo Two Last Chance Trial. Uh, they did this for Neo One, where they put out a demo basically a week before it came out. Yeah, uh, which is I think a smart marketing for it because it's a limited time demo it's a three-day demo uh play it whatever and they also had made a fair amount of changes from the the beta that was in um, november i believe and i think i think this game is gonna surprise people um because it's really really good um obviously neo one was really good and and got really good reviews and whatever but man playing several hours of this this game the last couple days it it is just everything i could have wanted i feel like dialed up um it is still it's it's weird it's hard to it's hard to comment on like oh this is easy or this is hard or this is whatever when these levels will not be presented this way in the main game like they won't be in the last chance trial for neo one one of the levels was like 30 hours into the game so like yeah i can't i don't know if this level i played was early on or really late or like who knows you know and that creates like a weird balance thing too when you don't have your build and it doesn't have the lead up and and everything that being said there are there are tiny gripes of like some of these enemies still i feel like do weird amounts of damage where it's just why does it why does it hurt so bad uh but (laughs) (laughs) i like that (laughs) but when you when you learn uh and also coming from bloodborne i forgot i could block for a couple hours it feels like oh no (laughs) where i was like oh i'm dodging a lot this game's a lot more oh i have a block button Mm, yes gotta remember that so that threw me off for a while but besides i think just a couple enemies that like neo kind of always did this too where it was a random dude can just pummel you you kind of have to be on top of your shit and start to know the enemy patterns of everything in such a in such a more hardcore way than I feel like Souls games do. Um, and that's that's kind of to its detriment, but in Neo they'll give you a lot more abilities, these like ninjutsu and uh, a bunch of different weapon types and different skills, skill trees and things to level up. So there's that, and there's also that mechanic I talked about when we did uh, the the beta for Neo 2, where they add in kind of a Castlevania collecting the orb of an enemy, and now you can use its ability 
and you can have two abilities equipped at a time to just kind of it's not like you constantly use them and it's not clear exactly how long the the cooldown is or how you uh, build that up more quickly but that's a really cool addition to the combat of what that was already overly complicated because you have magic and this ninjutsu traps and then I don't know 10 different types of weapons you can summon you have now a counter attack to like these red super moves that enemies do and if you get hit by them it's like incredibly devastating but you can counter it that's in there now there's summoning the spirit thing when that bar is full you have the two different uh, enemy abilities you can collect from their orbs there's just a lot going on oh i didn't even mention the destiny style weapon system where like this is a blue weapon and this is a purple weapon and all like there's loot everywhere to to fill that system and i think that's what that's like sets it apart from the souls games where it is very soulsian but it has so much of that other stuff especially the loot that you can just grind out an area and be like oh i found a better whatever gauntlet um and that'll propel you forward anyway is that kind of like what sets it apart from us like dark souls kind of stuff like that it's it's more actiony too for sure it's it's a different i'd like you to play it because i know neo one was on playstation plus i think you should give it a shot you Um, want to play neo one or the i mean i think you missed your chance for the demo okay but yeah i've been just, thinking about neo one and, and going back to that i've also had like this like thought of going back to sekiro because it's been a while and sure. i've been needing to go back to it so i've been watching the arcade rkg guys that split off from uh ign uk oh yeah play it a little bit and so that's been kind of making me want to go back and play it i i would like to hear your thoughts on neo as someone who has you know now that you've beaten Bloodborne and, and played Sekiro and stuff like that. Because um, I do think that that game, Neo, is the only game that I think is just as good as a Souls game. Uh, everything else is like, oh, I see what you're trying to do. Okay, cool. But, like, you tried. Yeah. Like, good job, but E for effort. You get a medal for participating, but you did see, not. E for, oh, E for effort, okay. E for effort. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, you didn't do it as good as Souls games, but Neo is is fantastic, and Neo Two, from what I played, is God, it's good. And the boss at the end of that, the they give you more than just the one level, but I I only, well, I guess I played a lot of the second level. Anyway, the the boss at the end of the first level there is really cool and unique, and it took several many several many tries to get through. <laughs> and it was one of those things like, okay, I gotta learn its moves. What do I do? Okay, yeah, I do that and try this thing. And just having that counterattack, which is a new addition, it makes it, it adds another wrinkle of this game that has so many different things going on at any given time because it's, oh, I can, if I use my magic, I can prepare talismans that give me fire damage or I can make healing ones or I can do this other thing. It's just, there's so many systems everywhere. So the, the type of like the play style can really spiral out of control in Jeez. ways that i think are really cool yeah yeah even though it doesn't I, have to be it doesn't have to be played one way like some games no and even 
like I was playing with the dual katanas for the most of the demo, and then I, towards the end, I'm like you know what, I got this giant ass sword, and the one thing they added to is these kind of possessed weapons, which I'm not sure how that really plays. I think if you kill a bunch of guys with it, they become more powerful temporarily. Like it has a gauge that builds up and then would go back down. Something like that. Anyway, but I had this giant, it's a Odachi. It's just this giant like Sephiroth sword. And I used that for the last hour I played and it completely changed how I, how I did it obviously because it's a long, slow weapon as opposed to two fast swords, but it was awesome. It's so much fun to use when you actually commit to it. And I remember that with all the other weapons I tried because I don't think the game originally had dual katanas, so I did the the single one, and then I'd have like an axe, like a giant axe, and they have the that like weird claw thing on a chain. There's just it's Team Ninja or yeah, Team Ninja, stupid Ninja teams. There's too many ninjas. Uh, <laughs> it's Team Ninja, so they have that Ninja Gaiden kind of pedigree. And you can see it in certain areas, and that's that's one of them. I didn't even mention the stances. Like, every weapon has three stances. The game is way too convoluted. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing that, like, was overwhelming kind of right off the bat as you're learning the three different stances. And, like, right away I was like, why are there three different stances? Like, what? how am I going to know what to use? <laughs> Just stick with the middle one. That's by and large where you can stay the majority of the time. I only change to the low stance if the enemies low to the ground. Like there's some crawling enemies that are hard to hit if you don't switch to low stance. So then I'll switch to low stance, or I'll switch to high stance if I know I can kill the guy in one hit. Like, but it that's like I don't really screw around with high stance because it's high stamina. It's the whole thing. There's so many systems here, but that's that's kind of what gives it its own flavor. Uh, of this of the souls games it's not the level design is one area that's just kind of linear and it's not that like oh you made the door that connected to the back to the beginning okay fine Um, (laughs) but the gameplay of it itself is expertly done and, and they do a really good job from like the neo beta the neo alpha to the beta to the release to neo 2 and they all those changes they made they are listening to fans and putting that feedback in and the changes i've seen them make are are very good and very fun it's it sucks like that game comes out really soon and i remember i remember them having like a huge long like a huge list of changes they were looking to make for from the beta from the alpha i mean yes yeah well and they, and they did that um, crazy and i can't really tell because it's a different level like if it was the same level i could be like oh this is what they changed but i don't know but i'm not going to be buying this game when it comes out because i know it's going to come to pc so i have to oh wait. is it going to be it's going to oh because it's coming ps4 exclusively right yes oh wow and the wow. first one the first one was ps4 and then uh, it was like ps4 on february and then i think it was october it came out on pc so now i want to play it on pc because i've seen the game run at 4k 60 like it looks really good i i will wait for that version of the game but i really want this demo was so good it almost makes me want to just do that instead yeah that good huh well all right dang well, I'm going to have to download either one. It's either Sekiro or Neo. 
I want you to play Neo. Okay, I'll because do here's what you do with Neo. You give it four hours, and that's all I want from you. All right, that's like a week. That's fine. That's like a week for me. I played a good amount of it. I played like, I'm trying to think where I got to. Did, it, did you get to the map? Mm, I don't remember. I'll have to check back, but I did like, I remember doing the first, not the whole first area, but I got to like, where you start off, I got to. Like, did you finish the jail? Through, yeah, I got through the jail and then I was going through the little hut area. I'm trying to remember where I was at. I know I, I remember going through a little mountain area and then getting to that little house or whatever where the beast thing was in the inside. It's very early. I don't know. I could put oh, more time in though. I, think, I liked it. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you've gotten, you know what it is then. I liked it. I think it was just hard to play that at the same time I was playing Neo and just be like overwhelmed with difficult games. Wait, what? You're just... playing Neo at the same time you're playing Neo? Oh, Sekiro. I had Sekiro and Neo at the same time. Oh, why were you playing? Yeah, I don't recommend that. I don't know. I was feeling crazy, man. I might I just feeling, go back and play Sekiro. Feeling invincible. Yeah, I don't know. Like that's gonna be, it's gonna be hard because I'm gonna have to like get used to it again. And then I'm in a really like shitty area <laughs> in that game, so like, ugh. I think I like ran to this one area instead of like trekking through it and like killing mm -hmm. enemies. I just like ran through it, got to like one of the save spots, and then like sat there because <laughs> <laughs> it has two, it has a ton of those guys with like the. They, like, spin and throw their blades or whatever. Oh, yeah. With, like, the straw hats. And then inside of that place is a ton of those little, like, not little guys, but, like, they sit and they have the centipedes that crawl around them. They oh, <clears throat> I know exactly where you are. Yeah, yeah, I hate that area. That area sucks. Oh, that area does suck. I, those spinny guys, I mean, I, I got the platinum in that game. I still don't like fighting those guys. <laughs> I don't know what it is about them, but they're just rude. Yeah, they suck. I haven't, I haven't, I don't think I've killed a single one of those guys. I think you could just leave. Just like, just keep going up the mountainside. You don't necessarily have to go there then. You could go a different way. I don't even remember what I did to get there or what I was doing. I don't remember how you get there. Oh yeah. You go through the back way. It's confusing. It, that map is confusing to me. It's been too long. Yeah. Anyways, ah, so many games to play. Mm-hmm. Those three or four. There's like 16. They're all old games. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm this close to replaying Killer7. Like, oh, there you go. I just, I have Beautiful Joe on my table in the other room where my PS3 is. I'm like, I might just play this. I don't know. I really did want to go back and play um, Ori in the Blind Forest, but I'm just going to wait for Will of the Wisps because it's so close and just play that. Yeah, at this point, you might as well. Yeah, at this point. Because I already know I like it. It's just like I haven't played all the way through it. So what? The, what's the point? Yeah, it'll be fine. What's the point? Anyways. Well, Ben, do you got anything else you want to talk about game-wise? <sighs> nope. You want to leave the good people with nah. any any advice? Nah. Anything you want to recommend? Any any games coming up? 
Besides Neo 2? Dog, Neo 2, that demo was real good. Real good. <laughs> no, I don't think so. You know, it, it's just, it's still very slow. Before we know it, Ori will be here, and then Animal Crossing, then Half-Life, and then Resident Evil, and then uh, Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. Yeah. True. So watch out. Um, did you check out the? Uh, are you a fan of like Baldur's Gate and like those games? Did you check out the uh, Baldur's Gate reveal? No, I didn't. Um, I should though. Yeah, it looked it looked really cool. Like I really like um, like Divinity Original Sin, like that those type of games. It reminded me a lot of, like Dragon Age Origins, like the only good Dragon Age game that ever came oh, out. Oh yeah, I don't like Dragon Age Origins, so maybe I won't um, like it. <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah, it might not, but um, it looked really cool. Um, it it definitely caught my eye. I think those games are very like. The system's really deep in that type of game. Um, so I don't know if it's for me because I'm the kind of person that's very, like, surface level. <laughs> and I think that would be I'm, I'm way too much. I'm a basic bitch. I can't play I, this game. <laughs> I'm just like, like, I told my friend who's really into, like, Pokemon, IVs stuff and shit like that. And I told him, like, he's really getting into it. And I told him, like, dude, all the stuff that you're saying to me does not make sense. And I'm very, like... Like, the Pokemon shit, like, I don't get super into that stuff at all. Like, I just play the Pokemon to play Pokemon. I don't, I'm not getting into stats. I'm not getting into competitive mode or any of that shit. And then, like, playing Divinity, because I have, like, a, in Divinity Original Sin Enhanced Edition on, like, PlayStation. And it's it's a fine game. Like, it, it's not bad. It's just, like, that game is already, that game is very deep in the systems it has and there's so much shit you can do like those games are crazy if if like you play that game you could almost really do anything in that type of game like it's it's kind of crazy um some of the shit i've heard about like you like there's certain chests you can only open with the arm of a skeleton like i mean there's <laughs> there's some crazy shit um but yeah that that game looked really cool i mean i, I when you see games like that like just graphically it reminds me of like diablo 4 how good that looked and mm. and even seeing like that most recent game i think called wilson or whatever that came out recently that game looks incredible um reminds me of, like path of exile 2 that's that's coming soon like that like all these games like i'm excited for i just wish i had the capacity for all these things yeah yeah no <laughs> i don't it's not gonna happen all right all right guys well that is all we have this week that's all i got oh no yeah there's a pretty good sale on steam though there is a pretty good sale on steam i think i saw like i think i saw like doom 2016 for like six bucks i think there's like tomb raider for like three dollars like the the crystal dynamics remake Hmm. um sleeping dogs is like three dollars that's a great game yeah not bad not bad some good some good sales out there people so if you've got if you got your steams and you've got your bucks go out there and buy some games um yes. we're gonna go away and uh go play some games get some rest and uh hopefully bring you guys some more news and games to talk about next week you can of course catch us right here where you're listening Whoa. which is probably going to be on stitcher spotify apple google play or thegamefanatics.com. you can catch us back here every week we will let you know if we're ever going to miss a week which so far we don't really see a us missing a week at this moment but 
if that does ever seem to come we'll let you know um thanks again for all the support thanks again for listening and of course share with your friends your families your loved ones anybody that you feel would enjoy this Mm -hmm. if you guys have any questions comments or concerns send them my way at the joelness final checkpoint hashtag final checkpoint or you can email final checkpoint pod at Mm gmail.com we will catch you guys next week goodbye and if you find an ipod it might be mine and i would appreciate it if you would uh let me know yeah he he's desperate Mm -hmm. yep all right see you guys bye ah